You are listening to OWC Radio number 51. CEOs, IDs, and A5s. Good morning and welcome to episode 51 of OWC Radio. I am your host, Patrick McGovern, and with me as always are my cohorts who will introduce themselves now. Uh, Mike Horman. And this is uh, OWC Chris. That was exciting. We've also got Mike behind the booth here, making sure everything sounds good. App, uh, Mike, you want to start things off? See, uh, in the Apple News, we have a iPhone on Verizon. Oh, gee, we mean we're actually going to talk about something that everybody's been talking about? Cool. Yeah, shocker. Uh, it's, everybody's known this is coming. They, they've had the spy shots of the CDMA towers up on Apple's campus for the last, what, year, year and a half? That's how long I've been working on it, yeah. Uh, I'm not surprised. I think it's about time, but I also think it's laughable that they kept it on CDMA. Because the big thing with the iPhone when it first came out was that you could talk on the phone and surf the net. Not when it first came out. The original iPhone, you could not do that. I thought you could. No, because it was was on Edge. When it went over to 3G, though. Ah, you are are correct. But we've just gone back in time because on your iPhone, if you're on Verizon, you cannot surf the web while you're on the phone. And the cool thing about it is that it has the Wi-Fi. Plug it into your laptop. It's a Wi-Fi hotspot for up to five devices. But you're screwed if somebody calls you. Mm -hmm. Everybody gets kicked off Minecraft. It's over. I don't know. What do you guys think? Well, I think uh, I'm not huge into Verizon. A lot of people are. I think a lot of people are just waiting for to have um, the network in their area. A lot of people don't have AT&T in their area. It just depends on your location. So those people will love it because now they'll be able to get the real... uh, Smartphone for them and not be forced into Android. But other than that, I don't see that. I wouldn't switch from AT&T. I know there are going to be switchers. It's rumored somewhere around 15 to 20% are going to be switchers. What I like more is the potential that I'm seeing here. Okay, they've got it on this CDMA network. What about other CDMA networks? Uh, Sprint, um, some of the other ones out there. I guarantee you the jailbreak community is already pumping on this one right now. I would absolutely love to see that because I'm not switching off of the plan that I've got. That, you know, uh, I've got actually a fairly decent uh, program through Sprint, so I'm not going to be jumping off. I'm, I'm either stuck going to Android or I'm stuck switching to either Verizon or AT&T, and neither of which seem to have a data plan that really is going to fit fit me at this point in time. Just based on price or what? Based on, uh, well, based on price and pr- based on availability. AT&T has that data cap. Well, sorry. Yeah, the thing that I'm looking forward to the most is all the people that switch to Verizon are going to be that many less dropped calls for me while I'm still on AT&T. That's a very good point. It's going to load balance, basically. A You've had bit. a lot of dropped calls? Oh, yeah. Because right. I haven't had a dropped call experience. It, it's, it depends on where I am, the, the locale. I was in Batavia uh, the other night on a vendor meeting, and uh, there was about a 10-mile radius. I couldn't do a damn thing. Gotcha. The, um, what's, what I also like about it, though, is the competition. They'll start to fight each other. So AT&T and their cap, they're going to have to fight. With Verizon and their uh, have you seen the the leaked documents on the new text messaging plans for AT and T? Yeah, they're slashing the prices. Yep. So well, I'm I'm really looking forward to that. You're right. It's, they're slashing the be... price, but I think they're getting rid of their base one, which is like the five dollar two hundred dollar. It was five dollars for two hundred, but I think right now it's ten dollars for a thousand is what they're yeah. switching up to, and then five. ten bucks a month for unlimited. So that'll cost me five bucks more because I don't text that often. But. Of course, we're getting uh, just kind of raped from that anyway on text messages. It costs oh, I, I nothing to send agree. a text message while we're getting... Uh, well, yeah, back when I was in, uh, doing telecom events, uh, number one, they, they would say in their meetings, number one sent text message, K. Mm-hmm. And there's five cents. 
And so they love text messaging for that reason. Yeah, but I'm really hoping this will push AT&T to stop charging for tethering. Or uh, allow the hotspot to happen. That, that would be fun. I mean, yeah, the hotspot will drain your battery to holy hell, but um, let it. If you want to use it, it's a feature. Let's do it. I'm sure Apple wants to have the feature in there. They put it in their iOS. So it's just a matter of the carrier supporting it. Yay, and moving on to further uh, news in the uh, iDevice community. Uh, Apple may or may not remove the home button from iPads and iPhones. I don't buy it. I don't buy it either. I sure as hell hope they don't. Uh, you, you know what? The whole point of, of this device is the amount of UX they've gone through. UX, for the, those of you that don't know, is user experience. It's uh, studying the psychological reaction of how people uh, react when they're interfacing with any type of device or interface. That home button, that's, that's, that can't go away. That's what makes this so easy to use. If you've got to learn how to do a four-finger gesture mm-hmm. you know, while you're flicking off your phone and trying to get it to unlock... Have you seen the videos online of people trying to use? That's oh, ridiculous. It's four really fingers, cramped. or even the, or it was like supposedly like a five finger pinch to go back to the home screen. If oh, I'm okay, wait. Here, here's a very practical. Okay, how this isn't going to work, and how they're going to kind of ruin their market. What about the, uh, those who somehow lost a finger in an industrial accident? Oh, great! Now you only have four fingers. Now how are you going to do a five finger pinch? Well, let's, let's be more realistic from an American though. perspective. Um, driving your car, you're drinking your coffee, you're on your phone playing Minesweep. Uh, and you're smoking a cigarette. You can't do those gestures. You got feet. Well, one of them's busy. Mm-hmm. They're getting your shoe off. You don't have enough hands to do that because you're <laughs> trying to get around on your phone. You know, there's a lot of people that are farming on their phones while yep. they're driving. You can't yep. take that away from them. Well, and there's the approachability. I mean, if you don't know how to use an iPhone or whatever, my two-and-a-half-year-old daughter does. She can do everything with it for the most part. She's not sending emails yet, but Jesus. Um, but um, when you come to the phone's face... If you don't know what to do, you at least press the home button, so you're, you're starting. Exactly. And um, I think the home button in and of itself is just a directional marker. Look at the iPad. There's not real, I mean, with the iPhone, you have the, the earpiece and mouthpiece, so you can kind of get an idea of where, which end is up. With an iPad, you really don't see a uh, distinct marker of which end is up other than the home button. But the way the iPad apps are made, uh, there is no correct uh, orientation. You can be upside down, you're fine. If you use an iPad without a case that has a flip front, you you can get turned upside down. You really don't. Oh, I'm upside down. I don't care. Because it has to work in both orientations when you make an app. It has to work upside down and right side up at least. Now that explains why some of the made-for-both uh, apps that I was playing with the other day was working upside down. There you go. Yeah, because if they port them over to iPhone, they just leave the functionality and it'll flip. Yeah. And then um, one thing that related to that, though, is it's it's a hardware based button. I can see why Apple wants to remove them because that's those are the weakest links on the device, but they're also the easiest to feel tactile. Tactile. Yeah. If you can you think feel they would the have dark. learned this from uh, when they finally put the buttons back on the iPod net or iPod uh, Shuffle. Yeah. But they Wait. also have a proximity sensor they're working on too. That way, when you when they feel that you're being faced towards somebody or someone, if you got the camera or, or sensor, that it would automatically just power up. For about 10 seconds. Yeah, but it's, it's also still a rumor. We're yep. not going to know. You, I mean, a large percentage of the rumors that we come across are all bunk anyway. Well, this is a rumor backed by, uh, supposedly backed by people that have seen phone, uh, buttonless ones on, on campus at Apple. It doesn't mean they're looking to release it. it might right. Just be they're trying it out. Yeah. So. so, yeah, that's our thoughts on it. 
Moving on to our next story, uh, the iPad and iPhone we're using is Apple's A5 chip. Looks like they're moving to uh, dual-core graphics up from the A4 single-core. What do you think, Mike? Yeah, I expected it. Uh, I expect the processors to get faster. I expect uh, the iPads to get faster and the iPhones. Well, what I like is that the graphics is a uh, four times the uh, processing power of the current generation, which means we might see a retina display on that iPad. I don't think I see a retina display on it. You It'd be to. nice. Well, the, the problem with uh, going to a new display on the iDevice is the equivalent of a new OS. All your developers have to recode. All the all the arts need it, and Since it pretty much Apple cared about that. But they, they, they knew it was coming. They do a bit because they waited a while for the iPhone to do it. They want a better display. I think you'll get a, a brighter display. I don't know if you're going to get more pixels on this version just because of timing. They just released the iPad. That's alienating a lot of early adopters. About 14 million of them, and they're expected to sell what 40 million iPads this year. Yeah. So, I say they keep the display. Because technically, they could keep the exact same product they have now, and they'll still sell the $40 million for the year. And then next year will be iPad 2, 3, so they'll probably have Retina Display, or a Pro version, which has been kind of rumored out there now. Yeah, you can just add Pro to the end of it. Well, you'd have different tiers. you spend $900, and maybe you get the one with the Retina Display, and you got the ones that are become more affordable. I don't know if they can make the iPad more affordable, though. But if they can knock it down another 100 150 get in the 350 range, people will be buying them faster. The other cool part about that is um, it should also support uh, 1080p out, which is kind of the de facto standard on most of the items or, that were released at CES this year. And yeah. what's where that well, also comes in handy? announced. Keep in mind, a lot of the tablets at CES were uh, announced. They weren't released. Yeah, not just, that crap not just tablets, yeah. though. I'm talking other devices as well. Yeah. And seeing as uh, the new Apple TV is based off that chip as well, mm-hmm. uh, can we actually see finally... 1080p out of an Apple TV, that might, that would... Or out of an iPad, you mean? No, out of an Apple TV. Oh, I don't think you'll see it. It doesn't matter. They're going to sell, they're going to continue to sell 720p, so... All right, well, let's move on. The, the, the big news in the Apple community that everybody's a buzz over is that Steve Jobs is again on medical leave. Uh, at this point, they haven't told us what's wrong, why he's taking the leave. Um, what, what, do you, what do you guys think? What do you th- how do you think this is going to affect Apple? Well, it affects Apple hugely, but uh, the nice thing is Jobs and Jobs has uh, on the second version of Apple computer this last decade. He's surrounded everyone around him with his his mind think, how he thinks, how he works. So everyone's like, "What does what would Steve think? What would Steve do?" I think so, you just invented a new word, mind think. Mind think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, how long was he gone on the last leave? Does anybody remember? It was a nine months. Nine months. Okay. Yeah, right and so he's saying there. it's going to be gone about a year. So it's about the same. And we really didn't see a dip in what Apple was coming out with, how they were performing. Actually, so, Apple's stock rose about 60% the last time. Well, there you go. We've got Tim Cook and we've got John Ives. They've got a great team running there. I, I don't see why Apple shouldn't be able to move forward. It's a bummer that he's gone. I think that he adds a lot to the company, but I don't think the company's crippled without him. The, the thing is, Jobs is still alive. Morbidly put, if he dies, that's a bigger issue. Yeah. When that happens, then his power of no, his prescient mind, his knowing, I want this, deliver it to me, this is no good. He's willing to throw out 20, 30, 50 million in research and development and start anew because he's not satisfied with it. That goes. He has that now because he's still there. He's just not physically there. He can make a decision. Yeah, that. he's not giving up his uh, CEO position. Right. He's yeah. just. He and he'll still he's... be there for planning. Yeah, he's still going to be around, just not on a day-to-day basis. Right, so he won't have his uh, power meetings, his power Monday meetings that he usually has, or all-day meetings with everybody. But, yeah, uh, it's huge when 
he's really, really gone. Yeah. But for now, not huge. But if you look at what happened when he came back, I mean, you had a banner. You had the banner year. It was this last year. Yeah. That was huge when he came back. I, I think that he's grooming his team well. So when the time comes that he does have to go or he does decide to go, yeah, uh, I, I think it'll be okay. So that that pretty much wraps up all of our Apple news. Coming up is something that, well, it pisses me off. Get up to the minute information on the happenings and goings on at OWC by following us on either of our Twitter feeds at MaxSales or at OWC Radio. Or become a fan on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash OWC MaxSales. The, the government internet IDs in the works. Uh, they're putting together a, a national cybersecurity measure that would involve giving each American a unique online ad- identity, which means there is no more anonymity. I cannot talk. Anonymity. Anonymity. anonymity? Thank anonymity. you. Uh, th- this is getting us closer to the, the police state, Big Brother in 1984, and I, I think it's it's complete BS. Yes, would there be advantages to have every single person tracked down at all times? Yeah, sure. But we, we have that thing called the Constitution that gives us certain inalienable rights, and I think that this is, is forging past that, and I really, really dislike this. Well, the bonus is it's voluntary, but um, when you listen to these guys speak, it's, obviously that, it's obvious that they're just not computer users. I mean, It's voluntary yeah. for now. U.S. Commerce yeah. Secretary Gary Locke is quoted as saying, it would enhance security and reduce the need for people to memorize dozens of passwords online. Well, this, is that the key feature? These are the same people that thought up the TSA. Exactly. They're idiots. Yeah, they're freaking they morons. They this, do not know what and they're doing. The thing is, they're not taking into account some of the online communities on there and how they're going to react. Have they not heard of 4chan and no, Anonymous? I, I haven't heard of that. Uh, yeah. In the last podcast, you, uh, you mentioned it. 4chan is where Anonymous came from. You've heard of Anonymous, who's, who's attacked Scientology, who's attacked plenty, plenty of people. This this will not be taken sitting down. This will be attacked and ripped apart from the inside out. Well, it's voluntary. I don't think you're going to get people to volunteer for this anyway. I think actually, I think actually, what it'll wind up being is people over a certain age. You know, people who are afraid of their computers. That's fine and all, but I mean, to do this in Italy, Italy requires you to have a ID to get on, so they know who's online on their networks all the time. But this is not Italy. If you want that, go to Italy. So I would I would encourage. Uh, you know, maybe the FCC needs to go there. I don't know. For, for, for those of you that are listening to this podcast, our, our tens of listeners out there, tell us what you think. I mean, do you want to give up any kind of anonymity that you could have? Do you want to tell the government that it's you online at all times? Uh, what pros and cons do you see? Let us know. We want to see if you're pissed off, if you actually think this is a good thing. Have a question about something discussed or looking for the links to the articles referenced in this episode? Please stop by the Otherworld Computing blog at blog.maxsales.com for links or to leave a public comment. So, moving on, Google drops its support for H.264 video in Chrome so they can push their new format, WebM. Uh, I think this is kind of shooting yourself in the foot. It's fine if you want to push something new, but dropping support for something that has replaced the need for Flash video, I, I think is asinine. I think it's it's rude. Uh, this goes well Google. beyond the don't be evil mantra of Google. 
Well, they, they've missed Which that is, mantra for a few years. Yeah, well, obviously. Yeah. I think the big irony is that they're still supporting Flash. Well, that that's another story in and of itself. But I think this is Google thinking they're as big as Internet Explorer, and they're really not as far as uh, browser market share goes. So they think they can swing the pendulum. Oh, they're, they're not big enough to swing that, but just the fact that they're dropping support for H.264 when it, it's so widely used right now, I, I think that's kind yeah. of bunk. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna get users who are using it when they update, and all of a sudden they can't view content, and they're just gonna go, "Okay, I'll use Firefox now. They'll use something else." It's a browser, though. A lot of people don't even know what a browser is. Do man on the street, what's a web browser? I don't know. So we'll yeah. see what happens. But yeah, I think Chrome's market share will be impacted when and if those people update to that version of Chrome that has it removed. I, I have a feeling that, that Google is going to see the backlash that's happening right now, people getting pissed off saying, no, 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 don't take this away from me, and they're going to change their minds. Yeah, I mean, they've they're already tried the, the whole open spin and all that stuff again. Well, we're really, truly open, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, truly open, closed. Moving on, we have the tweets of the week, which include a Facebook post. First one comes from Rick Wenner. Uh, wow, I almost said that really bad. What's up, Elmer Fudd? He Actually, says, I recommend the Mercury Elite drives from Max Sales. They're what I personally trust my photo storage to. Cool. Moving on, we also have N. Malnick, and I hope I'm not raping your name there, says, holy shnikes, ordered a Mac battery from Max Sales last night at 8 p.m. and just received it today. That service. And, you know, that is. That's ridiculously fast. I, I love how well we, re- we respond here. Uh, we have another one from Kenzonian says, uh, Max Sales, do you have any suggestions for extending the life of a laptop battery? And do you have any links? So what do you guys think? Uh, do we have any suggestions for extending the life of a battery? I, I think well, we it depends on uh, which laptop, but uh, most of them we do, we do carry a battery conditioner for a lot of them, which can extend the life of the battery uh, right. just overall. Um, we also, also the easiest way to do it, toss one of our uh, SSDs in. Uh, we've got them now for... Well, I wouldn't say that's the easiest way to do it. But sure it's, a, it's a great way to do it. It's There's also, if you're on a, a MacBook Pro, one of the newer ones where it has the dual video cards, you can disable the higher the higher octane card uh, to extend the life of your battery. You can lower your uh, screen brightness. That's the biggest one, I would say. Yeah, lower, lower your screen brightness. Uh, yeah. Turn off any, uh, Bluetooth and uh, wireless if you don't need it. Yeah. Yeah, just disable anything that you're not using. It'll use up less battery. You'll last a little bit longer. Um, and if you're playing video games anything or watching movies, anything like that, Plug in. If you have access to an outlet, plug it in because those are the things that, that chop up the most battery life. And, and anything with a spinning thing. If, you, if you're using an optical drive, uh, take the CD out so it's not spinning and uh, you either rip it to iTunes so that way you can listen to music on the drive or after you replace the drive with an OWC SSD, which we can make the uh, install pretty easy with our OWC install videos. Anything with a spinning thing? I anything with a spinning talk, thing. Mike, That'd beautiful. be a spinning platter in your hard drive. All right, let, let's round your this up. bird on your head. And There's one more guy that, that posted something on our Facebook page. Um, said, and this is beautiful, I love this. The SSDs honestly make a huge difference. Best upgrade I've ever done. I can't even get up for coffee when rendering Im- image panoramas anymore. This is beautiful. It's, it's, it's taken the lazy way for people because they don't get a chance to wait. You can't you yeah, no you longer can't get up from your desk and have a sword fight with your coworker and, and blame it on uh, you're waiting for something to compile or with waiting for a video to render. I'm sorry, I'm old. <laughs> um, it, it, it's speeding everything up, and I think that's beautiful. So now, Mike, Mr. Uh, uh, OWC tip. Yeah, uh, when you take your iPhone 4 in for repair at the Apple Store, you may want to insist that they 
replace them with the, when they take the screws out, they put the original screws back in. They've been replacing them with these pentalobe screws that require a different type of tool to open to hopefully make it harder for you to get into. I, a lot of people are really upset about this, and honestly, I don't think it's a big deal. Uh, they're, they're freaking out because on the bottom of your iPhone, by the, the dock connector, there's two screws, and it's two uh, PH00 uh, Phillips, very tiny. It's like for your eyeglasses, Phillips head screw. And they're replacing them with a screw in the head that looks like a, a little bit like a little flower. It's, it's a five-sided, somewhat rounded screw head. And people are freaking out because they're saying, oh, I can't hack my iPhone anymore because so many people are ripping them open and changing things out. If you need service to your, to your iPhone or your iPod Touch or anything like that, you need a battery replaced, uh, you can always bring it to OWC. We have a kiosk here that you can come and get your stuff repaired at, and we'll, we'll, we'll put the same screws in for you. And we'll be at uh, Macworld 2011 uh, next Wednesday. Come on down and see us. We're at booth 513, 513. And you can uh, preview the show a little bit at our, uh, our landing page for that, maxsales.com slash Macworld, where you can get uh, 15% off conference packages. And, and we just changed it. So we used to, it was, uh, they gave us a, a bunch of free passes. So, you know, get them while they're hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll give those away. Free exhibit-only passes. You don't get free into the conferences. But no, not into the conferences. But as long as you come by and say hi, we'll give them to you. Yes. Uh, also, check out the Max Sales blog. Uh, there's a lot of great price information, a lot of information learning how to uh, do different kind of tasks or little tips and tricks, a lot of commentary, a lot of how-tos, and all sorts of other stuff. And, and of course, that's also where you find the links for, the OW, for OWC Radio. There you go. It's uh, blog.maxsales.com. And that's about all we have for you guys. And, uh, yeah, happy computing. You've been listening to OWC Radio, the official podcast of Other World Computing. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at podcast at maxsales.com, and we'd be happy to share your comments and contributions on an upcoming episode. Thanks again for listening, and we look forward to hearing from you.